Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. Hi, Grant. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Find Hope, Live Well. Glad to be here. So with all that's been occurring in the news around the world, it often seems draining to many of us. Today, we're going to discuss how we can continue to move forward with the chaos surrounding us. So to start things off, how do you see current events around the world affecting us as humans on a day-to-day basis? I, I honestly think people are exhausted. There's, there's almost just a fatigue setting in as there's been crisis after crisis after crisis. We're still in the middle of multiple crises. I mean, we have crises that are international. You have Afghanistan, you have, you know, obviously COVID, you have racial relations. You, we, there's so many different things. Um, our, our political system being more split than it's ever been. Um, you know, there's, there was an earthquake in Haiti there's things just going on and um, I think not we're not even just despair or sad or or hurt you know some of my therapists I even see you know at times can have uh, compassion fatigue is that you know when you're a compassionate person and you know about all these difficulty things it can really drain you you know and so in some ways there's a, a disadvantage of being empathetic uh, you can get tired and I think it's very, very important that it's okay to say, you know, I'm tired, I'm fatigued. You know, we encourage our therapists to take time off and to do self-care because um, it's hard to walk around with all that stress. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of us in the world are feeling more frequently now than ever, like you mentioned. Is it common to feel overwhelmed by the events happening in the news and around the world? Well, I would say um, yes and no. Um, in some ways, it's I say no because um, 10, 20, 30 years ago, when, when events happened, uh, you could turn on the news and get the information you could, and then you were done. There was no more, you know, you could pick up a newspaper, but you couldn't spend five hours on YouTube or eight hours on this or that or other website. Is We have more information than we ever have. And, and, it, and it's good that we have information, but it can become overwhelming. Um, and I think sometimes when we feel stressed about something, we feel if we know more information, uh, we'll feel better. And it might lower anxiety. Often it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still good to be informed. But so in some ways, it's the more information, the quicker the information we get nowadays is um, great. But in some ways, it causes more stress because we are now more aware, which is beautiful that we're a global um, community, and we know when earthquakes happen and when tragedies happen uh, across the world. Um, However, that's a new era. For thousands and thousands and thousands of years, you knew what happened in your village, you know, or city, or country, and now we know all the different things, and it it can be really, really stressful if you don't handle it well. So since we are constantly consuming news, whether it be through our TVs or our phones, what pros and cons do you see from watching the news? 
Well, I think it's important to be informed, and so I think it's more of a balance. I don't, I don't think news is, is in itself bad or good. Um, I think it's good to be informed. I think it's good to know what's going on and, and to care about our world. Uh, however, it's important not to be obsessed about what's going on in our world. And uh, we can very quickly obsess about um, a certain issue. Um, you know, I, 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 a red flag is if you keep watching the same thing over and over and calling one half of the country idiots, you know? And, and that happens a lot right now, mm -hmm. whether it's Republican or Democrat, it's, it's mask or not mask or whatever it is. And, and everyone has these beliefs. And, um, you know, it's easy to get judgmental and think just the other side is evil, the other side is malicious, the other side is whatever you want to name it. You know, I have friends on both sides of almost everything and none of them are evil. They believe they're informed the way they're informed, and, and they believe strongly the way that uh, they want to go. Um, doesn't mean they're evil. It means they just have a different belief system. And and really calling people idiots or getting all upset or and only just you know being with people who agree with you and getting more and more worked up is doesn't help anything. And, you know, coming to the table, compromise, being moderate, um, and having intelligent conversation is what helps our country. It's good that we have opposing views in our country. That's the kind of whole point of the United States is that we have the freedom to have opposing views. We have the freedom to believe what we want. And it's good that we have it and it's good that we can come together and have conversations. And so, you know, I would just say be careful, uh, be balanced. Um, you know, again, I think I've said this in a different podcast. If you're watching far left media, watch some far right. If you're watching far right media, kind of watch some far left. And perhaps find some balance and try and see if you can empathize or sympathize with the other side. And, and again, realize they're human. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I believe both parties are, are doing what they feel is best. I, I you know, have my own political beliefs, but I don't think the other side's evil. Mm -hmm. you know, I think they're both trying to tie. They have different paradigms or different schemas of the world. Right. Totally, I love that perspective too. So going off of that, what tips do you have to continue to move forward with all the chaos around us? Well, I, th I think part of it is perspective. Um, and probably more uh, apt a word would be resilience, is uh, learning what you can control in and out of control world. Um, the world's kind of always been out of control. This is not new. There's not, this is not the first time there's been a war. This is not the first time that we've had disease. This is not the first time. Yet, it, 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 we're experiencing it like it is because of, you know, kind of the plethora of news that we have. Um, tragedy happens, and it's sad, and when tragedy happens, we should do what we can to try and, and fix and, and do our parts. But part of having resilience is accepting that tragedy happens. And then once it happens, what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, so it's important to have some optimism about the future. But realism about life, I think, um, especially in our country, I think we're so optimistic that we're shocked when life doesn't go well. Um, most countries are not all that shocked if things don't go well. They're not, oh my gosh, you know, we as Americans freak out. And, and that's our strength and our weakness. It's our strength because we want to right wrongs and we want to fix things and we want to make things better. It's why we, you know, lead in medicines and lead in technology. And, you know, there's so many great things, but, you know, there's also, I, I see oftentimes, a difficulty of just being content or understanding that difficult things happen. People get sick. You know, 
when people lose jobs, um, economies get stressed, you know, we have pandemics, there's, you know, racial tension. Um, we should do what we can to fix these things, but we shouldn't be shocked when they happen. Mm -hmm. They've been happening since the beginning of time. They will continue to happen. Um, and so in some ways, having a, a perspective about suffering is very, very important. Um, one of the most important parts of resilience is relationships. You know, people that have good friends, good family, they're being vulnerable, they're being honest, they're sharing, and they're connecting, have way more resilience than people that don't. And that is what's gonna get people through difficulties. I think taking care of your body, your mind, and your soul, I think, oftentimes we think we're the exception of body. We think, oh, I don't need that much sleep, or I don't need to eat that much, or I don't need to exercise. You do, and especially when things are stressful. Because you know, when things are stressful, the person that sleeps, eats, and exercises is gonna handle it better. They have just more in the tank. They have, their brain is healthier, their body is healthier, they're going to be able to have the energy and the tenacity, the resilience to get through things. You know, our mind is, is taking time off, especially from, you know, from social media and from news, but even just from work and just and having family time, having break time, having relaxing. You know, I think, you know, it's so funny in, in my religion, you know, um, one of the top 10 commandments is Sabbath, is taking a break, is taking a whole day off to rest. And rest is so, so incredibly important. And feeding our souls. Um, you know, for me, it's my relationship with God. You know, for others, it, it can just be helping others. You know, I know one way to help with resilience, especially during times of challenges and difficulties, is do something. What can you do? You know, can you give to um, Haiti? You know, can, there's many different, you know, Feed My Serving Children is a great example who we support and love. You know, sends lots of food down there. Can you help? you know, send more food to be able to help Haiti out? Can you um, volunteer to help people that are homeless or have mental illness? Or can you volunteer in schools? Um, what can you do to be proactive to help our society? You know, I think there's a lot of people that like to sit back and just complain mm -hmm. about these people do this and these people do this. And uh, no offense, I'm, I'm gonna be a, you know, a little strong here is, well, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you get off your chair? Mm -hmm. Why don't you, you think you can do it better? Good, go. Go do it better. We need more people that want to get involved, that want to help, that want to tutor, that want to mentor, that want to adopt, that you know, that can go and help people as opposed to just sitting back and doing the easy and negative thing of just complaining. You know, complaining does not help you. Our brains go where our thoughts go. And if our, our thoughts are going to go towards negative, we're going to feel negative. If our brain's going to go towards positive, you know, every morning and evening I, I kind of have a list of gratitude. You know, thing in the morning is just things I'm happy I have: food, water, clothing, shelter, safety, my wife, my practice, my family, my kids. You know, and I and I go down quite a list. And and in the evening, I, I thank God for at least minimally five things that happened that day. Um, gratitude changes your brain because now all of a sudden you're looking at the positive, and it slows you down. You're going to be healthier. You're just going to have a better attitude. And when you have a bad attitude, you interact with people better. And also now you're making a positive interaction, a positive uh, um, thing to help others. And so if you can help others around you, they're gonna feel more positive and it's gonna just be a more positive atmosphere. And so I would say, you know, resilience is so important through relationships, through being healthy, through helping others, through contributing. I think this is what we can do um, to all just 
become better and help our communities. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think those are all great points and tips. Thank you, Grant, for sharing your thoughts and advice with us today. We'll see you on the next episode of Find Hope, Live Well. Thanks. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at stenzoclinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.